podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Rangers 4, Livingston 0 which sends Rangers to Hamden in the semi-final of the Via Play Cup, where they will face Heart of Midlovian. Um, yeah, so hello, welcome along to the Rangers Rabble podcast. This is, of course, your match reaction to, like I just said, Rangers 4, Livingston now, And we're kind of in an awkward situation, folks. Um, Rangers played well. They won 4 now. However, they played against a team who didn't really fancy attacking, who aren't really that good. So there's positives. But if we're over positive, we're going to have people shouting at us, saying, how can you be over positive? We've not really improved. Um, it was a poor team we were playing. Um, so just going to be across the line, just 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 okay. That's the way we're going to, we're going to approach this reaction. Um, some players played really well. So we're just going to say they played well. That's we're not we're not going to we're not going to overegg it because I don't want people people shouting at me. And we have already played Livingston and we beat them four 0 So technically we haven't improved because it was four only one. four 0 Oh, so we have improved. Then apologies, apologies. We have improved. Um, so yeah, so positives to take. Not many negatives. So we'll see how this this reaction goes. Um, okie dokie. So, hello and welcome. Um, please like and subscribe if you enjoy the content on YouTube and give us a follow on Twitter or X or whatever it's called and, and Facebook as well. I am joined again by Robert and Ian. So, Robert, how are you? Not too over-enthusiastic, just how are you? I've noticed that I, I thought that was an improvement for the for the weekend. Can uh, I... <laughs> I'm trying to keep it in line for the, the, the party broadcast that you gave us at the start there. No, I just thought I thought we were we were we were really good uh, first fifteen minutes um and then second half after maybe first ten minutes we took hold of the game again. So not I, I saw some good signs, some good performances for some of the players and as you mentioned, which I'm sure we'll deep dive into at some point. But overall uh, I'm being I've been chastised it was four 0 Martin so I was at that game as well. I felt I felt like they scored one. But um anyway, um kind of get the staff these days, can you? Um, so no, I kind of felt that we 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 played we played we played well, and we're in the semi final up against Hearts, and I've got to say you've got to say that you'd have fancied any of those teams in the semi final. So it's it's up to us now to go and lift that trophy, but certainly an improvement for the weekend. Well, I said five 0 my prediction, Ian. Um, the fact that we we did beat Livingston four 0 in the second game of the season, and it was only four 0 again today. Um, I think that just kind of you know epitomises where we are as a club at the moment. Um, how we're not really moving forward, and I think that the Beal and the players should take a long, hard look at themselves. Yeah, simply not good enough. We should be doing better, far better than that time. Now, now, obviously, a good night. Uh, credit where credit's due. Um, I said that if they want us to get excited and involved, then they need to give us something. And tonight they did. Three out of those four goals were excellent. Absolutely excellent. So, can't knock it tonight. They've done well. I was straight on to the... Um, Sports app there to check the result from August to come back and go. No, Robbie, you're wrong. It was four 0 but everyone got in before me. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, good night. Um, happy to have one. I'll tell you, I was, I wasn't like, like you, I wasn't looking forward to it, but happy to have one. So, hope it moves on to the weekend and carries into that as well. And it's the old adage, Robert. You can only beat what is put in front of you. Um, you know, the Beal and the players are under huge pressure. That's not going to change. Of course, that's going to stay there. But it was a quarter-finally a cup. I was very dejected in the build-up. And I'm, I'm still not, you know, I've still not got that oh, buzzing feeling. I'm a lot happier, obviously, than what I was. But you can only beat what's put in front of you. Absolutely. Like, and as Ian Ross says, you know, um, four wins out of four, four clean sheets, um, you know, a couple of goals today, so you've got to try and pick the, the positive. Robert, Robert, four, not a couple, four, a couple, two. A, a couple, a couple. Um, the last night's terrible, by the way. I know, it's, I'm, listen, I'm tired, it's been a long day. Um, anyway, no, Ian, Ian's right, we need to try and sort of build up in the right manner and hopefully they can take that into the weekend. And as I say, 
I'd said that the build-up was important that we we started fast and and, and played with a better tempo. I thought we'd done that, so I can't really come on and and criticise. It's hard to to sit and criticise tonight when you've when no, you've put can't. A, you can't can you you put a display like that you've you've got the job done and it wasn't it wasn't turgid is the that seems to be the buzzword at the minute with performance for Rangers. So um, it was far from that. I, I, I dare say I, I quite enjoyed it in places, um, which again I'm, I'm sure we'll go into in a bit more detail. So, not overall, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm smiling. We were on here tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Well, I, I mean, look, Ian, you, you can't just criticise for criticising's sake. If we play well, if we play better, um, as this is a match reaction, you have to come on and say that was a lot better. The players look more cohesive. Um, regardless of how poor Livingston are. And we did mention how poor Livingston were in, in the build-up and stuff. Um, but much better start to the game. We kept it going into the, the kind of second half and we, we slowed down a little, but then we kind of picked it back up again. So so overall, you could say an improvement and a much better performance and exactly, exactly, although it hasn't changed. It won't change, you know, the, the thoughts going forward because it'll only take one more kind of slip up for the fans to jump down again. But that performance and result tonight was exactly what Michael Beale needed. It's what we all needed, not just Michael Beale, but more important for Michael Beale. Um, yeah, so we give the quick one-touch, two-touch pass. It doesn't matter if you've got a low block. If you're one-touch, two-touch passing, you're going to cut through them, no problem, because they've got to move to, to counter that. And I thought we did that pretty much well. I mean, we had a couple of sticky moments where it got a little bit boring. We got bogged down, but other than that, um, I thought we'd done really well. The passing was on point tonight. We managed to find each other, which was a change from the weekend where we couldn't find each other if we were um, a metre away from each other. So I've enjoyed that tonight. Um, there were little bits and bobs, but you know nothing's going to be 100% perfect. If it was, we, we would be winning absolutely everything. So you can't, like I said, you credit where credit's due, and tonight they deserve all the credit they get for that. Um, we've just Hopefully this is the start of something then. So four clean sheets in a row. Some of the performances haven't been great, but they've went there. We've got wins. Um, I was as negative as hell on the on the build up. Um, so I'm not going to go too far and say that this is the turning point and we're now going to smash everybody that comes near us. It's a good starting point. So let's hope we can move on and do that. But it was the passing tonight. I thought was brilliant. The fast start and Livingston really at point times couldn't live with us. Sorry, I was I couldn't believe it. I don't know what happened. Um, RRM channel member, is roof broken again? No, he was just taken off at half time. I think that was always going to be a planned substitution because when that substitution was made at half time, Robert, <laughs> uh, I put I put on uh, Twitter or X, whatever it's called, and I put in the group chat, roof. Oh no, here we go again. But it's, it was just a case of I think obviously the manager could see at half time that. You know, Livingston weren't going to really trouble us. We didn't need roof on the park um, for the second half. Just get him off. No, and, and see, to be fair, I, I, I don't think he'd done too much wrong, but he wasn't really the the, the focal point. I seem to be getting most of our joy through uh, Sima and, and Lammers, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, WhatsApp went crashing down in the, the west of Scotland before the sort of messages about roof. Is he, is he injured? Is he not? So, um, no, it seemed there was a, a the the, the com said that he, it was a you know a, 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 just a routine change. So I'm, I'm sure he's going to be okay. Uh, it's the wee left back that I'm I'm kind of worried about when he went off. But we'll, uh, we'll come on to that. Yeah, no, but um, the the, the change itself, um, I don't think the big man uh, came on and, and done anything any different than he's put in before. I'm starting to sort of get sick of my own voice when I'm talking about Cyril Dessers, To be honest. Um, just don't see anything really from him that gets me excited. So, but but on the plus side, Sima, who'd, who'd maybe not given um, loads of brilliant uh, performances in, in the past, really had a really solid display tonight. Not too many errors, not not sort of too many bad touches, getting the ball away. He was everything he done. He was measured, and I, and I quite enjoyed his performance um, for the full ninety. Um, channel member Brian has put in a super chat, so thank you very much for the continued support, Brian. Um, Robert, I was only kidding about. Lowry, not spelt correctly, Brian. Um, love you. So there you go. Um, love you everybody, too, everybody loves Robert. I don't know why. He's such a, a nice everybody guy. Everybody people that matter. My wife's in the stairs raging because I'm on this podcast at quarter past ten at nine. She can't get to her bed. Um. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's Rangers come first. I hope you told her that. 
I'll tell her you told me to tell her that. <laughs> right, Ian, the first goal. Well, the only goal of the first half, shall we say. Um, that's a foul, isn't it? All day long. All day long, that's a foul. I mean, if we're going to be quick enough to pull up ones that we that we don't get, we have to um, be there equally when we do get the, the stroke of luck. It's things even themselves out over a season, so unbelieved. Mm. Uh, Toad and that sort of stuff. So definitely a foul. You know it's a foul because Seema instantly goes and players only do that when they've actually done something And he wrong. didn't celebrate either. He? No, he didn't celebrate either. But uh, you played to the whistle. That's the rule. And he did that. And what a finish. That was a great finish. I wasn't expecting that to launch off his boot and fly into the corner, to be fair. I thought he would take the easy option and look for someone in the box. But he didn't. Fair play and a cracking goal and set up what was an exceptional night for the lad, to be fair. I'll, I'll come on and finish in a wee second, Robert. Um, but, I mean, uh, no blue-tinted specs on here, right? And look, he's he's touched them. He's had the tiniest wee push. It's not enough to make somebody go down, right? But in football nowadays, that's a foul, right? I mean, it's not even... I mean, there, there's no question about it. How did, how did we get away with it? That's, See, that's what I want to know. Initially, I thought VAR can't be an operation here because he'd have jumped in that and it would have been, you know, um, a clear and obvious error. You even see Seema's body. See, when a player does that, you know he's done something, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he sort of gives you the wee glance across. And it, but as, as you say, the, 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 the finish is, is tremendous, but it's definitely a foul, 100%. So, listen, apparently these things even themselves out. So, I'm sure at the weekend we'll have a dodgy one given against us. We'll be raging about that. But, uh, for tonight, no, we got away with it, so happy days. I know, do you know what? I'm sitting here laughing, right? See if that was the other way about, I'd be raging, man. I'd be on here screaming. And that's what being a fan is, isn't it? You can, you can be hypocritical, of course you can. Um, but yeah, we certainly, and I'd, I've not seen anybody um, say that's that's not a foul. We got away with it. But the finish, Robert, this is what Seema can do. Before, we've already seen it from him this season where... Um, was it PSV win it with that absolutely phenomenal finish? This is what this man can do. Yeah, so lovely outside the uh, sorry inside the book culling round and and the the far corner. It's it's delightful. Um, took it well. You can't really argue with it. It's it was a great chance. He's, he's he can't he, he can only do what's in front of him as you said earlier on. So and he gets his obviously gets his second one, which is a bit, a bit less glamorous. But um, no, the first one's delightful, and I'm sure he, he looked like he enjoyed it. Took the, the applause for the crowd and. I think later on he goes on to kiss the badge, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but he um, he had a good game tonight. That's, I suppose, you know, the frustration, Ian, if that's fair, because you can see you can see what this man has, you can see the quality this guy has, and it seems to be, even though he, he had a few seconds to think about it, um, he's made up his mind early and he knows what he's going to do and he goes and does it. When he gets the ball and he's got to think about trying to get past a player, you know, about, what, seven times out of ten, the ball gets stuck in his feet. Um, he doesn't look like that that good a player. And then other times, fantastic. It's it's one of those the the old saying about wingers in it. They're they're always going to be inconsistent. But if this guy can be, you know, consistent for half a game, then he can be a match winner. Yeah, I mean, so you look at the way that they played him tonight. They played to his strength. They kicked the ball ahead of him. They didn't play it into his feet to get him to turn to take on the man. They played everything he did well was balls in front of him to run onto to do the work. And that's that's obviously the way he plays. And that's how he's the strongest. And that's what we should continue to do. And once we get the Welsh Wizard back on the other side as well, playing both exactly the same way, just play to feet. Don't play into feet, play beyond them so they can run onto it. Because they've both got electrifying pace. But Seema tonight, everything he did well, was when he could run at them, and that's that's his strengths. He's when he's had it ball at feet and turned, he's not quick enough in the thought process to do anything with it. He's looking a to pass it on, and there's nobody there because no one can keep up with him, or the defenders figured him out and he gets a tackling. So I just like the way that we used him tonight. It was better that we used his strengths as opposed to um, doing what we've been doing up to now, and the fact that Stephen Cragen was. Now we're on suicidal because we scored that opening goal and the free kick wasn't given, made it even better. I know. I mean, look, they've, they've messed up, Robert. It should be, like I say, we've all said it should be a free kick. The goal shouldn't have stood, but it did. But Stephen Cragen, I mean, 
I think somebody put in our group that he's trying to take over the mantle for Sutton. Um, you know, the goal was given. All right, all right maybe, maybe for a couple of minutes after it, you can go over it and you can look at the replays. But get over it, man. Stop greeting. I never understand why they don't put, you know, like a Kevin Thompson or even an Alec Gray up there because it just causes mass hysteria, uh, mostly amongst the, the commentary team. So, um, listen, the... Uh, the goal counts, as you say. We march on. It's a bit of luck that we probably needed uh, in terms of how we've been of, of late. So, um, well, David P puts it right. Craig and is a proverbial. So, <laughs> we've known that for a while. <laughs> we absolutely have. I suppose, you know, for maybe maybe towards the end of the first half, uh, Robert, and the, the startings of the second half, we almost slipped back into that, you know, kind of motherable performance where... We took the foot off the gas. We we, we looked a wee bit sluggish, um, and and I suppose that's still the worry, and to, that we still have that. And, and it's only been one game, but that's well, still there. Well, listen, it, it it was a concern at the time because I'm thinking we've dropped off a bit here. Then um, we're put, we're playing a lot of balls backwards, uh, and that's just you know where we seem to sort of kick ourselves in the foot. But then. We turned it around. We never let that last for too long. I think maybe it lasted for about 10 minutes. Livingston did have a, a chance or, or two in terms of getting forward. I think they put about five or six passes together. It was probably the most they've done all game. So um, I'd have been more concerned see if it would have come away and it was just one now. But we seemed to get ourselves back in the game and we, we moved the, started moving the ball a bit quicker again, which was where we were getting more joy. So there's certainly something in that. See if you if you play quick and, and, and try and... Uh, Blow these teams away nine, nine times out of ten you do so. Um, no credit to the players for for getting back on it. Um, some changes as well, and the players coming on not doing too bad as well. So no, that that ten minutes well in the second half did worry me a wee bit. I was thinking, oh here we go again, but no, um, we got the job done and, and, and done in a, in a decent style. And in, in the end, with, with four goals. And I mean, before we score the second, um, Ian, and then it becomes a really comfortable game after that. Um, you know, Robert kind of mentioned it there. Livingston had a couple of chances, and I think it was one for, for Big Obelai where they probably sh- could have scored. Um, and and that's that's just the worry for me. And I'm, I know I'm repeating myself, but it's that we get ahead, we look okay, and then we just kind of drop. And look, look, Livingston, Livingston were there to take that to penalties that not on each. That's once we scored, it kind of threw Livingston and. But they came out in that second half and they tried for five or ten minutes. And listen, they, they nearly scored. Because the teams that come to Ibrooks will play against us. Um, it doesn't matter if they go one nil down. It's still nil nil to them. Because all they need to do is get one. And if it's a league game, they get a, they get a point out of it. And if it's a cup game, they can force it to extra time and maybe penalties and get going. So to them, it was, it was still nil nil. Opposing teams are always going to get their moment. They're always going to get chances. Very rarely do you go through an entire game where you don't allow the opposition to to nick a chance at some point. Um, they did come out and start the second half, and they did put us on the back foot for a little while. It seemed to take us a little bit of time to get going, and you could sort of the way the season's gone. You were looking at it, going, "This script's writing itself again. This is it looks a little bit too much like Motherwell at the weekend, but just earlier." Um, but that was pretty much it after that. The, the Obelai puts his chance wide, just wide. And after that, we seem to regain control. It kind of shook us a little bit to wake us back up a bit. Um, and eventually, we started to play the way we had been in the first half. My worry was, and I've put it in the chat at halftime, is we haven't had a complete 90-minute performance yet. So let's hope today's the day. It wasn't a complete 90 minutes, but it was a bang I'd say 80 minutes worth of decent performance tonight. So they got that one little chance. A couple of scary moments. Uh, I think at one point, um, Nuble put Tav on the floor and had a, a similar, got himself into a similar position as Seema. Um, but for us, the uh, defender was there to, to clear it away. So after that, we took back control and we'll no doubt talk about it in a minute. But uh, a little bit of superb play from a very small person. So David Martindale was asked what he thought about the game. <laughs> I love David Martindale. His answer was, who was all here the last time? Just use the content from that because it was the same. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the kind of answer you want for a manager. You could, as a Livingston fan, you couldn't be angry with that, really, could you? 
Um, I'm hearing reports that um, there might be an injury roof. I'm going to wait. Obviously, hopefully, we'll get the manager's thoughts soon. Um, that will maybe hopefully clear that up. But Robert, talk to me about Red Van. Talk to me about that goal before we come on to the oh, negative. Talk to me about that goal. Listen, the run, the finish, even the, the celebration. I was loving it all. Absolutely loving it all. Delighted for the wee man. His first goal. Um, and one a collector's item. One he will not forget. And, and the guys that are there at the game tonight and watching the game obviously won't forget it either. It's um, he just kept going and going, didn't he? And then the finish was almost like um, non-conventional. He was sort of leaning back almost, and then he sort of pokes it in at the, the corner. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And it proves he can do that. He was cutting inside a lot in the first half, and I kind of thought he was maybe overhitting the ball a bit and running into traffic. I thought, well, we need, maybe he needs to work on that. But it's certainly a, a, a play of his and something that he seems to be good at. So um, I, I, this is what I'm saying. I need him to get a run of games. I don't mean five, six games. He needs 10, 15, 20 games. Um, and it's going to be difficult if Barisic is going to be relied on in Europe and for, for you know early signs in Europe, I, I would suggest we are going to get out of this group. So Bournemouth's going to need league games as well. So it's how you balance it out. But um, you know we paid a lot of money for him. He certainly was hailed as to be the successor of Barisic, which I think deal is out in the summer. So um, I just want the wee guy to, to succeed. He, he looks like a cracking wee fella. I know he was big pals with Fashion Zakala as well, and you could see how much it meant to him. He was smiling, and all the players were around him as well, congratulating him. So um, he's obviously a uh, you know, thought fondly of it in, in the squad, but um, to see him go off was it was heartbreaking. Really, as soon as the shin pads came out, I thought he's not having it. He's he's going off. So um, hopefully, as as Ian said, it's a wee bit of cramp because um, he's not played a, a heck of a lot of matches, um, and, and and you know we're not looking at another three four weeks for for out for him because I just think it would be a, it'd be a crying shame. He needs to go and build on this tonight. Um, he's won the hearts of some fans tonight, and obviously that goal as well. So it's something to build on. I was on mute. My apologies. My apologies. I mean, Ian, it's just, it's not something that we're used to seeing. Um, anybody, really, in the team, regardless of who it is, you know, running the best part of 60, 70 yards. And by the end of the sentence, it will be 120 yards and 140 yards. But just take the ball for a run and just keep going. And then, and I know that they mentioned this in commentary, but the, the power that he got on it for a toe poke was, was absolutely phenomenal. But then you just have that moment of, right, okay, well, do you know what? He scored. It's brilliant. Lovely to see. He really enjoyed it. But he's injured. And that this is never going to end. No, it's just typical, isn't it? He has a decent game, scores a cracking goal, uh, picks it up at the Asda car park, keeps running until he <laughs> hits the back of the neck. Um, but Do you have Asda's in, in Norwich? Yes, yes, we have Asda. Oh. We have an Asda. We have a Morrison to change. We have a Tesco. We have more, mate. We got more. When did you get electricity? Other shops are available. I don't know. I've got the kids running on a on a bike and need to keep my lights on tonight. So, <laughs> um, but uh, they, 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 he does so well. As, as a decent game, gets a very good goal. Something that got me actually jumping out of my seat, which has been unusual for the last few weeks. And like you say, he, next minute he's on the floor. The shin pads are off, and you know well, that's him done. And you just feel so sorry for him because you just I, there's bits of Ridvan every time you watch him, you just see something that it just gives you that little bit of confidence that he's gonna be the man to be at left back, and then he gets another injury. So I just I feel so sorry for the lad because it can't be easy, and all he wants to do himself, no doubt, is get a run of games like Robert wants him to get, like I want him to get, like you want him to get. Um. So hopefully it is nothing more than the cramp that's being reported and he will be back in as soon as possible. Yeah, don't you ever pretend that you know what's in my head. Right? I wouldn't even want to pretend it was in your head, mate, to be honest. Yeah, you, 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 don't, you don't speak for me, right? I speak for myself. But yeah, I would love to see him get a run of games. I really would. Um, <laughs> here, we'll talk about this in a minute, Robert, right? Um, obviously, Borna comes on then for Redvan, who goes off injured. Borna plays a lovely pass to Sima. And as Sima goes to square it for what would be a tap-in that Dessers could not miss, it deflects off the defender and goes in the back of the net. So Dessers gets absolutely zero, zero luck. Um, but again, a, a second goal that Sima's play throughout the night deserved because it was a fantastic turn as well um, from Sima. He, he set him on his way. Yeah, no, absolutely. The ball for Barisic, as you say, is is divine, <laughs> absolutely divine. 
Um, no, it was Barisic, it wasn't Divine. <laughs> oh, come on, come on, Dad. I'll joke. set them up, you knock him in, oh, son. Um, I, I'm tired no, as well. I think it's Deluca, isn't it, who um, sort of dives in and it takes deflection. But I think he's the one that had the headed chance earlier on in the game as well that sort of went past the post. So um, he, he's maybe a wee night to forget. But uh, Sima gets another one. You're saying it's a, it's a chance for Dessers to tap in, but we don't know that Dessers can tap he in. Would have, he would have tapped Well, I'm, I'm not convinced. Stevie um, so Wonder would have tapped that in. I wasn't confident. I was glad it came off a defender as well. <laughs> um, so... So no, listen, and then Seamus obviously he kisses the badge, and then I kind of in the moment, and then as he's walking away, and the camera's on, he's sort of wiping his face, but as if to say, well, maybe I didn't kiss that there. I was, you know, a bit <laughs> over exuberant. So, um, but he gets his he gets his bracing. It was, a, it was a really, as I say, capped off a great night for him. Um, he's got to build on that as well. I'm talking about Red Fan building on performances. Seamus got to do that as well because he's probably this is probably going to be his last loan really before he goes back to Brighton and maybe either moves permanently to a club or gets a run in that team, which is going to be very, very difficult. So he's got to start being a bit more consistent with his play. Um, and if, if that means... Robert, when they've tapped in. Um, if that means... Um, Robert's famous for tapping in. I'm going to be tapping after this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, too much. Um, I so... Seema just needs to, uh, a, 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 you know, a run of games where he can build in his confidence as well. And I'm sure tonight's done him no harm at all. No, I know. Sorry, you've just you've totally thrown my whole agenda that was in my head. Um, I really need to start writing uh, an agenda, by the way, because when Robert says stuff like that, it just it, my head goes, my head goes absolutely everywhere. Right, Ian, let's have a serious conversation about Cyril Dessers, shall we? Um, look, he's had a lot of abuse. Um, and by abuse, I mean people commenting on his performances and how he is and how he plays. Um, I think a lot of it was 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 too early judged, and I felt that some people were just jumping on his back for the sake of jumping on his back. Um, but the, ev- the evidence is building now for me. It's, it's sometimes it's difficult to come on as a sub and impose yourself on the game and, and get into the game. I get that, but you know the evidence is building now that. You know, are we ever going to see anything from him? And my answer is every week's getting closer and closer to no, no, no for Rangers. No, I've, I've backed him. I have said he'll come good. I have said that we've just got to give him a bit of time. It's different. It's a different league. And look what he did for Feyenoord in the in the, the conference league. He can do it. We know he can do it. But I'm, it, I'm heading down the. He's probably fallen behind. Danilo, when he comes back from injury, he will be fallen behind Roof if he's not injured. Um, he'd probably play Lammers or Seymour ahead of him up front. So he's fallen further and further down the line. Part of it, I wonder, is is he suited to playing as the lone man up top? And would he be beneficial playing in a two? So him and Danilo together, would that be a better thing for him? But he's touch, he's touch, Ian. Ian, he's no. touch, and just everything about him. It's it's got past it because in the beginning for me it was he's finding his feet, he's getting himself fit. Um, there was excuses there, you know, for him not being a very good footballer. And look, there's plenty of strikers out there who who aren't great footballers, but know how to find the back of the net. And you know. Uh, I loved Sibo, right? I absolutely adored the man. And I always thought, if I just keep thinking he's going to come good, then, you know, Sibo will come good. And he never came good. And I, I'm just starting to get that that vibe off of Dessers now that no matter how much, and I wanted to work for every single player who puts on a Rangers top, but no matter how much I want it to work for Dessers, I'm just looking at him and I'm going, he's not Rangers class. The fact that we brought in Danilo after him because it was a very massive surprise to get Danilo in as well tells you a few things as well, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, Sibo, we all love Sibo and he's a cult hero. We still love Sibo. Still do, still do. Yes. He's a cult hero. He'll never, Dessers will never reach that level, I don't think. I just, I don't think he's going to even reach Sibo level. I think he's, he's, uh, He'll be he'll be a fifth choice striker, and if Lovelace gets a run of games, it'll be sixth choice. 
So I, I dare say that he will be out on loan in, in January. I really do. I think, yeah. I think at the moment he's fortunate that Danilo's got injured, that we're going to have to sort of maybe rely on him here and there off the bench. But as soon as the, the Brazilian comes back in, it's his jersey to lose, I feel. I think he showed more in terms of promise than than, um, than Dessers. I don't even think Dessers is an upgrade on Cholak, never mind Morelos. Um, and, I, and I just and I, and I can't understand why Michael Beale, if you, if you back on his Instagram, was in Italy, you know, sort of March time. Look at this guy, so he's tracked him for quite a while, um, watching games of his. And I, I don't know what he saw in him. Um, um, Stu, English Stu, um, he waxes lyrical about what he saw from him previous. But, 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 but a wee bit racist there, Robert. A wee bit racist. You know, just you don't have to you don't have to point out his English. His name's Stu. Everybody knows who Stu is. There's, there's Scottish Stu and there's the beef no, ball. No, he's Stuart and then right, Stu. Okay. Everybody, Scotty. Robert, that's a wee bit out of order. Well, Zenith, Stu Zenith, doesn't Zenith, agree that he's English. Racist. Oh. Um, and I think you'll find that Stu doesn't admit to being English. So you know, you know, just what I'm just saying. Wait, watch what you're saying. Watch what's what his saying. last name? Is it is it Johnson or Johansson? That can't. Don't try and change the subject, right? <laughs> just be careful, right? That's all I'm saying. Anyway. One of the other members of the podcast really likes Cyril Vessels in his previous work. But I think even he's swaying now to just that it's not going to work out here. And obviously at the weekend, I could there was there was like a sort of a sarcastic cheer when he went off um and was replaced at the weekend because he's just dross. He's absolute dross. Yeah, and there was there was better options, I think. Um so I don't know why we chased him. We've got him on a four-year deal, he's coming for a bit of money, but I dare say in January he'll be um, on loan to the you know some European backwater, and good luck to him there. Aldo in the comments, <laughs> Stu's as English as Dessels as a baller. <laughs> That's probably, <laughs> I think Stu would probably agree with that. To be fair. Um, but yeah, the fourth goal, Ian, though, that's a goal where you kind of sit back and you go, Yeah, that's that's what we want to see. That's the, the, the build up play, that's the speed of passing. And Ryan Jack, who I said in the build up, he's not on to do the attacking stuff again, pulls shows me for knowing absolutely nothing with a great finish. But that's more of the play that we want and we need to see more of. As and I said well, more far too many times there. I think you've probably said it um, three out of the last seven words you said, to be honest. Um, the, I could have uh, said it more. Yeah. Uh, as, as gorgeous as the second goal was, the fourth goal to me was um, a term that I use occasionally. Uh, sex on a plate. That was just superb. I loved that goal. Um, everything about sex it. Sex on a plate? Yeah. Say it quite a lot. I don't know why. I just did. Is that even possible? Is that possible? Depends on the plate. It's you guys, well, I thought it's possible. We are semi-decent performance and we've just turned into pure knobs. <laughs> we've got to do something. We've got to complain about something, so they might as well complain about us being complete knobs. Um, so, uh, yeah, the fourth goal, absolutely brilliant. The fast movement, the one-touch, two-touch, play it into space, back the dummy from Scott Wright. I'm not sure if it was a dummy or if he just fell over his own feet, but I'll give it to him. And um, Ryan Jack following up. I like to see a Ryan Jack go. Nothing makes me happier than seeing Jacko score. So, oh, just... I am, I am DC. I am high on goals. And I'm allowed to have it once, right? It's, it might not happen often this season, so I'm happy to be high on goals. Oh, Everyone, sorry, every, everyone's, everyone's involvement in that goal is brilliant. Even Sterling's, Sterling getting on it out to Tav. Tav's ball in, you know, the, the dummy, dummy for right, and then Jacko getting the finish. So every, everyone's involvement is spot on. Um, and that going and it really sort of topped off a, a good night's work. It was the cherry on top, wasn't it? It was the cherry on the plate. That's what it was. Hundred percent. Are we surprised? <laughs> you know how normally we mention one thing on this podcast, and then all of a sudden the comments are just absolutely full of it. And then Robert can't contain himself for laughing, and I can't concentrate. So, was for dinner six on a plate? That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ian, were you surprised? That we didn't really, and and again, I don't want to try and harp on negatives, and you know, Michael deals his own man, he makes his own decisions. But were you surprised that we didn't see any of Bailey Rice? I was disappointed he didn't come on. Um, I thought he, uh, I was surprised. I mean, Scott Wright did come on; he got that dummy. But I was surprised to see Scott Wright come on. I thought that was ideal time to bring Bailey Rice on. 
And quite disappointed he didn't, considering the way that Bills actually talked him up and saying that and telling everybody this this boy's ready. I thought tonight would have been ideal once we were 3-0 up to bring him on, give him a few minutes to experience it. And I think Robert might be in trouble. Um, there's, uh, but it doesn't surprise me that he didn't come on, to be fair. Oh, his message is brought up late into the bedroom. Ah, she, she's listening to the pods. <laughs> she's away. She's got to give it a go. Yeah. I know. Listen, we're descending into anarchy here. Um, Robert, just on... On that, on that point of a Bailey Rice, we'll, we'll always find a, a reason to moan or be negative because we're Rangers supporters. But um, maybe maybe the manager was just happy with the game was going and he just wanted to see it out. Um, but again, he's talked Bailey up and I thought this was the perfect opportunity. But it was probably the perfect opportunity. We could have put him on in the second minute or the 78th minute. I don't think it would have made much difference to the outcome of the game. So I'm just I'm a little surprised that, that he never got any game time. Well, what was surprising was obviously the, the way we spoke about after the Betis game, having not featured out the blue, mentioned before the Muddle game, which made you I think he was going to play in that one. Um, he came on there, didn't do anything wrong, but wasn't you know a standout. He just sort of went through the game, um, and I thought we would see him tonight. But you know when Lundstrom went off, I kind of thought that would maybe be the the perfect chance to get him on. You're already set a three and up at that point, but manager chose not to do it. He only he knows why. Um, whether that means we'll see him at the weekend. He's certainly the one that's that's pushing for the academy. I know Michael Bill says there's a couple pushing, but he seems to be the one that we're going to try and elevate this season. So I dare say, but you know, we'll see him again. But as you say, tonight would have been a, a, a you know a perfect opportunity for him. And also, Robert, your thoughts on the performances of Sifuentes and Lammers? If you start with Lammers, um, again, I thought there was things that he'd done excellent in the game. Um, some some of the, the the movement of his feet is fantastic. Other times he, other times he looks like a guy who's just run onto the park and try to kick the ball. But he shows real quality one minute and then not so much quality the next. But what did you think of him tonight? Well, actually, I, I've been sort of critical of him up till now, but I thought he was really good tonight. As you see, his feet, um, his close control, um, he's got a, a you know a wee, that we sort of cut back in him as well. So. I think he's another one that maybe just needs a goal or two to get him going. Sometimes he looks a little bit frustrated as well with you know players' movement. Maybe no on the same level as he's at yet. Maybe that will come. Um, but I certainly, I, I think I don't think he's he's the worst of the guys that have come in as we've touched on. So I think he's got some men in him, something that we can maybe potentially we can bring out. Whether that's going to happen under Michael Beale is yet to be seen. But no, I would stick with I would stick with Lammers. He's he's he'll do for me. Um, seems to be better as well on the, the European games. I don't know if that suits him better when teams are actually coming out to play. Yeah, rather than what, him. What was, what was his position tonight, Robert? Because he was on the left, he was on the right, and he was in the middle. It was was it a free roll? You took, yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. Maybe it was a bit of a free roll, just because Michael Beale did speak about the he's a number ten sort of causing chaos, as it were. So maybe it was just a bit of a free roll. But um, I thought he'd done okay tonight. I, I, I wouldn't do on his back after that one. And Ian Jose Cifuentes, um, I don't look, listen. He didn't really have much to do in terms of a battle in the middle of the park. Um, but again, that's more minutes in the legs. Um, what was your thoughts on on uh, Sifu's performance? Hey, lots of good bits in there tonight for me. He, he, um, I think the, the in the first half, the the cross comes shot put into that horrible area that keepers hate. That it's they can't really commit to it, and it's either going to be a, an assist or a goal in most cases. So unlucky there. A lot of running, tackled well. Um, few sticky moments, same as everybody else tonight, I think. But overall, again, a few minutes in the legs. Looks better. And with time, I mean, this is a lad that's already played pretty much a full season in America, coming over here, continuing. New country, completely different um, weather to what he's probably used to in LA. Um, and he just he, he does need a little bit of time, but there's definitely quality there. And I think we just need to give him a bit more leeway, I think. I know we don't like doing it, but uh, there's definitely quality there, and I think as, as time moves on, we will see the best of um, Sifuentes. He was he was meant to, I kind of thought he was meant to have more legs than what he's shown us at the minute, but whether that's because he's played quite a, a chunk of that MLS season and come straight into it here, I, I don't know if you're going to give him the benefit of doubt there, but I thought he was going to be more sort of an engine player, you know, in the engine room, up and down, up and down, but you don't really see that. He's more seems to be more sort of shuffling along like, like Jack and, and Lundstrom, so... 
you know, th- there was a, a fear for me the three of them were going to be very sort of one-dimensional tonight. I don't think they were. I think they were very, very good. They, 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 they played well together, so it might not be the last time we see that three. Yeah, and look, Robert, right, okay, so we've won tonight. we won tonight comfortably. We've seen signs that, you know, there is something in these players. But, of course, none of that matters if we don't pick it up, play well again on Saturday and beat Aberdeen. Yeah, and obviously Aberdeen now have obviously won their first league match at the weekend against Ross County. They've also you know, progressed again tonight up in Dingwall. So, and you know there is that game against Rangers, so it won't be an easy one. Um, but I think you've got to just hopefully tonight lift a wee bit of a weight off that that, that squad because I think going off the weekend to booze would have you know it'd been ringing around their heads Monday, Tuesday in training. Certainly, Michael Beale looked sort of relieved as well at full time with the wee sort of applaud as he went off. I think there was something in that as well. So um hopefully as I say, four goals, another clean sheet, um, the back line looking a bit more settled. We'll find out obviously about Ridvan as well, see if he can play at the weekend. But certainly things to build on. Um and I, I, I you know you've got to go into that and, and look again to push on and get another convincing win. Because that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's all we're going to accept just to, to be clear but it's going to take one slip up for it to all go back to know how it was pretty much to this this pod. So Michael Beale is literally a bad result away from you know a catastrophe. Yeah, but he ha- but he- we've got something now that him and the players can go and build on. Whereas it was all negative, 100% completely negative before we came into this game. But now we've seen something that. But like you say, if they go out in the next game and it all goes back to pot, then um, all the same accusations come back at him. Uh, Michael Beale has spoke to via play. We'll hear from him now. Hopefully, we can get a wee update on Roof. Um, etc. etc. So this is Michael Beale with Emma Dodds, Marvin Bartley and Alex Ray. Welcome back to Ibrox where Rangers have beaten Livingston by four goals to nil and we've replaced the Rangers captain with the manager Michael Beale. Michael, thank you for joining us. Uh, congratulations on the result. Was that the type of performance and result you were looking for tonight? Well, obviously the, the, the end outcome is to get to the semi-final, which we've done. Uh, I thought in the first half, I was expecting Livingston to come after us a little bit more and, and play with maybe a little bit more energy, but I think we were very good in possession. Uh, it was important that we spoke about changing the speed and that's how the goals come every time we change the speed and certainly with Abdella's pace in behind, it was a big part of our game today, I think. And it was a big performance from him, wasn't it? You asked him for it and he produced it. Yeah, I think that's his fifth goal of the season now and he's he's probably only started maybe seven games. He's just turned 22 and I think there's a player in there, obviously, he got bought for a lot of money after his Europa League run against us a few years ago, but a young boy and it took a little bit of time to settle, but you can see the attributes he has for sure. Michael, is that one of the things you're actually looking for now to shift the ball quicker than that? Because when you've got that low block, it becomes difficult and sometimes if it moves slowly, it then becomes a little bit pedestrian. Yeah, I've been really surprised by us as a team early in the season, how wasteful we've been just on simple possession. You know, there's there's one thing the other team taking it off you, there's the other thing you giving it away unopposed. And that was what I was talking to the group about. But to be fair to the senior players, they've spotted it as well. So at times in the first half today, we was extremely safe and just staying with the ball. So maybe that's uh, something we're going to have to get used to in, in, in terms of in the stadium. The team want to stay with the ball and get a rhythm more. And I think with the confidence that will grow and number of attacking players we've got missing that will come back will certainly make us more fluid in the coming weeks. See the importance of Sima to the way you want to play there because he gives you the out ball. Is it, how important is he going to be going forward? Definitely. At times, I think uh, he's a little bit unselfish and I thought the first goal is the change of attitude and mentality we want from him. It was a fantastic finish and I think he might have passed that in, in other games. And Again, it's us learning about him. He can play wide right, he can play through the middle, he can play wide left. He's been actually eye-catching in the last few games and he's scored in big games in Europe for us as well. So I think he started his Rangers career really well and hopefully the fans are really going to take to him as the games go by. How much responsibility, sorry Emma, is on the players in terms of the final third? Obviously we speak about structure an awful lot of the time. How much do you throw back onto them, you know, with Tavener putting in crosses and obviously Yilmaz down the other side as well? Well, the key thing is for the fullbacks to provide the whip so we can overload in the middle. The goal comes from it at the weekend. The thing is, Marv, we lost Ryan Kent, Malik Tillman. We've lost Todd Cantwell from tonight, Nico Raskin, Morelos, Cholak, Hadji. Lawrence. Lawrence. So there's a lot of players that have, have either left the club or are not available tonight. And we all know that if you get the ball in the final third, then you're looking for your players to, to go and make things happen. It's completely new relationships. I get everyone wants it just to click. The reality of being a coach and manager is you always want it to come together a little bit quicker than it does. 
how is Kemar Roof and Reed Van? They both came off. Was that injury? Was it tactical? No, Kamar has a slight problem uh, with his groin. He felt it uh, probably midway through the first half and and probably should have asked to come off, in all fairness. So we just had that chat in there. With Ridvan, we think it's just a touch of cramp, so hopefully he'll be fine. How, how big a factor is the, the congested fixture schedule? You know, you, you've got four wins recently and four clean sheets, which is great, but the players are being asked to go time and time again, aren't they? Yeah, that's the that's the third game in seven days. By the time we play Aberdeen at the weekend, it'll be the fourth in ten. The only thing for us is the games have been at home, but then that's very hard on our fans as well, financially, you know, to come out and the weather's changed and everything. But it's not the schedule we make, so we have to get on with it. But if we look at the amount of injuries that will, will either happen in these games or the next three or four games afterwards, just things like this weekend, could our game of Aberdeen be moved back 24 hours? Because they've had the same schedule. Obviously, they had to travel out to Germany as well and have been up to Ross County tonight. So if we want to see the product on the pitch, I think we need to protect our players a little bit more. And what about your reaction to the semi-final draw? It's Hearts at Hamden, um, which will be two games against Hearts within the space of about a week. What's your reaction to that draw? Obviously, Alex Lowry, our boy, went there and, and scored. It was a fantastic finish from Alex. And uh, so I'm delighted for him. Obviously, he won't be able to play. So, uh, look, I went to see him at the weekend. And I think Stephen's done a good job. And, and I think they've got a strong squad. And so it'll be, I think, both semi-finals look like fantastic games on paper. And so uh, it, it's exciting for the fans, for sure. You take nothing for granted, but it is a step closer to a trophy, which is exactly where you want to be. Michael, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, so, Robert, um, look, look, there's hundreds we could take away from that, but roof, groin strain, that's not good. No, and perfectly disappointing to say that he, he failed it halfway through the first half and carried on playing. Like, he should know by now his own body and how fragile he is. And, and again, another player in the last year of his contact, so you'd think he'd be wanting to protect himself and get as much game time as possible this year. So, that is a bit disappointing to hear, but. Um, not all you can do now, it's happened. So, uh, another break for Cyril Dessers. Yeah, yeah. And Ian, that was probably the biggest... I mean, I, I think I spoke about it a lot. Uh, on the few times that I've actually been on, I've spoke about it a lot. That um, Yeah, we have, we have a lot of games coming up and there's no chance that we can play Roof in all of them. And we have rested them for one or, or half a game. But this was always, this was always going to be the issue, wasn't it? It's always going to be the thing. We all say it, if you can keep him fit. Um, I agree that if he felt it, he should know. He's been talking about it in his own press conference, knowing his own body and knowing how it feels and not and calming it down and not pushing it too hard to try and get through so many games in a week. And today he's tried to push it to get to half time, And now he's going to be out for an extended period, which leaves us with, with Dessers because he's the only front option we've now got, really. Um not what you want going into what will be a tough game at the weekend. Ian, just to jump in there, do you think this this, <coughs> this will be an opportunity for Lovelace Jinx seriously now? If he's going to make it at Rangers, he needs to try and get in with all these injuries? Yeah, Lovelace needs to be given a shout and given a chance to prove what he can do. Um, I said I, mean, I said it on a previous pod about um, Bellingham. If if Birmingham were afraid to play No him, chance we get Bellingham. No, no, no chance. Not going to get him. Not even the other one. Um, but if, if Birmingham were afraid to play play him and Dortmund were afraid to buy him, we'd have missed out on an exceptional talent. So if he's good enough, throw him in. Yeah, that, that rough news is kind of just hit me in the stomach. So um, we'll be back on Friday. I'm going to come to you for a, a, one or two more points just before we go. Um, but we'll, we'll be back on Friday with a phone in where we'll probably digest more because that's, that's probably more in-depth that the manager spoke about stuff than what he has previous. So we'll probably go a bit more in-depth on in that on Friday. And of course, it'll be the phone-in, so it'll be good to get your calls in um, and, and get to know your thoughts um, on the game tonight. And we'll be previewing Aberdeen and we'll be talking everything Rangers. And the more calls we get, the longer the shows go. And the calls have been great. So if this is your first time watching, because there's quite a lot of people watching at the moment, we'll be live at half past seven on Friday for the um, Rangers Rabble phone. So please do join us for that. And of course, like and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, it really helps the podcast. The likes help spread it throughout YouTube. So please do that. And of course, if you haven't subscribed um, and you enjoy the content, then do it. If you haven't subscribed and you don't enjoy the content, then just subscribe and never come back just so it makes us look more popular than what we actually 
are right, Robert. How are you feeling then after that ninety minutes? Has it changed your thinking in any way about about this team, about Beal, or is it a case of it's just one game? Wasn't against a great opponent. We just need to keep going. No, it's in isolation. As I say, credit where it's due. I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed how we played. Um, I'll sort of reserve judgment until we can sort of build on that and, and see what we bring on on Saturday. As I said before, I, I certainly don't think it's it's the personnel. It seems to be the way we're playing that's holding them back. So, um, played as I say with a bit more zip tonight. Um, got the and got got our just rewards. So, um, no, you could I, I, you could say our just desserts. Served on a plate. Served uh, on a plate of raspberries. <laughs> no, so listen, um, just one wee thing from, I know you say you're going to do a deeper dive into that, that interview on the phone. It was just, the, see when he's going on about the, the forward option then rhyming off all the players that have left, he needs to wrap that pish, as yeah, we say, yeah, because yeah. It's, it's just getting old now. They're away. And some of them he chased, by the way. Like So anyway, I'm sure you'll enjoy that on Friday night on the phone and best part of the week. I mean, that that was, I mean, I'll, I'll finish with you, Renny. I mean, he just, he always sticks his foot in his mouth um, instead of sticking his arse on a plate, Ian. I mean, going on about the forward options, talking about the players have lost, the Morelos and Ken and Cholak, etc., etc. You know, by all accounts, he decided to sell Cholak. He wanted Cholak gone. Um, and you can talk about, you know, players need time to bed in. This is Scottish football, you know. Players don't need that much time to be able to bed in. And you don't get time to bed in because we are not the most patient of support. We already know this. Um, uh, yeah, Cholak, he's split opinion, but now he's gone, everybody's on the, the Cholak train saying that he should be here and he would have scored the goals that, that Des is in. But he, did, but he did score the goals, though, Ian. It's he not did that he score the goals, but again, he's another player that's got better since he's left. Uh, he did score the goals, but he has got better since he left. There was a lot of people who used to slag him off as well. Um, I, I mean, I like the lad. I mean, Tony, Tony, two goals. You know, you want him in. Um, I kept these comments now, man. I tell you, I bet he's got a great selection of plates, by the way. I bet he does, and all. But uh, I don't regret saying it. I know someone in the comments <laughs> said I regret saying it. I don't regret saying it because look what it's done in the comments. It's got everybody going and having a good night. So I'm happy. But yeah, I mean, he does. He needs to to think more about what he said. I mean, the man's supposed to be media trained. Um, so surely he knows what he should and shouldn't be saying in these things. And tonight he's gone and given people the reason to complain that we haven't got a strike force. Yeah, yeah. It has. But listen, look, um, a comfortable win tonight for Rangers. We come away from the game happy because not only did we win, but we played a lot better. We're through to the semi-final of the Via Play Cup where we will play Hearts. And we've got a big game against Aberdeen at the weekend as well. We are back on Friday night at half past seven. So thank you to Robert and Ian for joining me this late on a Wednesday. It's Wednesday, isn't it? It's definitely Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Wednesday night. And like I say, we'll see you all on, on Friday. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Thank you to everybody who's watching. If you're watching for the first time, like I say, please do like. And if you enjoy the channel, subscribe. And yeah, we'll speak to you all again Thursday night, half past seven. Good night. Sports Social Podcast Network.